Welcome to the Wisdom Coalition podcast designed to show you how to propel your mindset so you can find more joy in every aspect of your life. Thank you for joining us as we share teachings from positive psychology and wisdom from health and wellness experts to help you flourish and thrive in life. If cultivating an inner world of peace is what you're interested in, you are in the right place. Special thanks to WFMZ-TV and thank you for joining us. I'm Nancy Wertine. And I'm Kim Howie. Today's episode is brought to you by Perfect Six Marketing. Perfect Six Marketing is a trustworthy marketing extension of your business, bringing your brand to the world. For more information, go to perfect6marketing.com. So, I have a really burning question for you. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think I'm too old for leather pants? Stop. Oh, my God. You're so funny. Well, you know, I'm always the one encouraging you to push the envelope on your wardrobe, right? Especially when it comes to the length of your skirts and dresses. And the tightness of things. You're always like, no, that needs to be tighter. I know. You're always like, is it too tight? Is it too short? I'm like, there's no such thing. (laughs) Right, because everything's too short on me. I'm six one. Every every dress I try, I'm like, this is way too short. You're like, no, it's perfect. I, know, I can't like, even bend over. I'm like, if I had long, thin legs like that, yeah, I'd be wearing stuff like that all the time. All right. Well, how about leather mini skirts? Because I got a couple of those gathering dust in the back of my closet. Oh my God, yeah, you and me both. You know, but I think mm-hmm. the issue is not whether we're too old for them, right? It's more like. Where in the world am I going to wear them? I feel like I can't figure that out. Like, are they casual or are they dressy? Well, you're wearing them to the bar. (laughs) Oh, my God. Stop it. (laughs) I'm not wearing them to the bar. Well, that's where you traditionally wore leather skirts. You know, leather skirts. It's where I wore them. Stop it. You're so funny. (laughs) Right. Well, it's like one of those things where it's like, well, if it's it's casual, am I underdressed? If it's dressy, am I overdressed? Like, these are the crazy things that we worry about in life, right? Like things that keep us from sleeping because all night long we're wondering, what should I wear tomorrow? You know, and it seems like the last few podcasts have sort of been a recurring theme of worry and stress. But yeah. but I think, you know, we've kind of done that intentionally because it's such a big part yes. of our lives and really what makes us not able to find the joy that we want to find, you know, when we're, when we're worrying. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, so we, we kind of wanted to talk about this concept, you know, and taking it a little bit further, focusing on, you know, what would happen, you know, worry, it sort of leads to fear, right? And then we're, we're, we're fearing this or that's going to happen. So we want to talk a little bit about this concept of what fear can give you mm-hmm. instead of what it takes away. Mm-hmm. You had given me this great book and you gave it to me a while ago. I can't even remember when. I remember you gave it yeah. to me a specific reason. You were like, you've got to read this book. And I don't even remember <laughs> what the reason was now. And I guess I got to give it to you back. And I'm sorry, but I I marked it all up. That's okay. But anyway, it's called The Fear Cure. It's by Dr. Lissa Rankin. And it says, The Fear Cure, Cultivating Courage as Medicine for the body, mind, and soul. And I loved this book. Maybe I won't give it back. Oh my God. No, you're welcome to keep it. It's totally fine. I actually forgot I gave it to you. So when you started talking about it, I'm like, I have that book. And I'm like, yeah, you gave it to me. Not anymore. You don't have that book. That is so funny. But, you know, I love the book. And, you know, she begins by saying, you know, fear can be a messenger that wakes you up to everything <sighs> in your life. And that, that really still needs to be healing. And, and my first thought was, well, why does it have to wake me up in the middle of the night? Like, I can't. Can it wake me up during the day? Just wake me in the head during the day. <laughs> right, exactly. 
Now, and you know, this idea of fear, right? So, you know, she points out, right, if you're in an alley and somebody puts mm-hmm. a gun to your head, of course you will and should be fearful. But what she really talks more in the in the book about is these fears we whip up in our own heads mm-hmm. that are based upon things that aren't a real danger, but are things we perceive, yes. things we worry about, mm-hmm. ruminate on, or even create. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. I think, you know, we all know that, that we create these crazy contrived things in our heads. And, you know, the interesting thing that they've discovered through neuroscience is that our bodies actually don't know the difference between experiences and thoughts they they manifest the same way in our body with with physiological symptoms and you know of course those are not great for our health no those symptoms so you know it's crazy our mental health or our physical health right oh i know of course right and she calls these false fears Mm -hmm. right you Mm -hmm. know these are things that we contrive and we all know we do it it's just maybe even just recognizing it when it happens and and what was interesting to me was of course she spoke a lot in the book about you know your quality of life and being able to have clarity if you can reduce these fears that are con- kind of consuming you but mm-hmm. she boils it down to a biological level and she mm-hmm. says our bodies are not designed to be frightened often that's mm-hmm. a direct quote and this is mm-hmm. the then she this is another quote she says your body is running on overdrive much of the time fearing imagined threats such as financial loss, the demise of a relationship, a threat to your stability, a perceived health threat, the worry of a loved one's betrayal, fears that most of the time don't come true. But then with this idea of our bodies are not designed to be frightened often is when she kind of digs into why this is physically so bad for us. Right, of course, right, because stress puts a lot, you know, a a lot of pressure on our bodies. And, you know, she talks about the fact that, you know, our bodies have this self-repair mechanism, which is Mm. awesome, and we know that, but it stops Mm. functioning properly, you know, when fears remain unchecked. Mm. And I think that's the key there, right? So, you know, it's only when our mind and bodies are relaxed that our body can heal itself. That's And that's amazing. I was blown Mm. away by that. And she Mm. gave, like, case studies, and, Mm -hmm. you know, she says... And again, this is a quote, the body needs to be in relaxation response the majority of the time. Hmm. So the naturals, the body's natural disease fighting mechanisms can operate properly. And it makes sense. So she's saying like when you're in, you know, uh, stress, worry, fear, whatever it is, you know, your body starts shutting down certain things, right? Yeah. It doesn't need to work on healing because you're right. fighting in your, your body thinks yeah. I'm fighting for my life. So yes. I can, I can get rid of that. But what she's saying is for your body to be able to regenerate itself, to fight mm-hmm. off inflammation, chronic diseases, whatever it's going to be, blood pressure, you have to be in this relaxed state mm-hmm. most of the time. Yes, right, during wake and sleep. But I mean, that's why I'm yeah. always talking about the importance of sleep, right? Because that's yes. rest and repair. That's when our bodies yes. repair themselves. And, yeah. you know, she talks about these false fears and she talks about worry, anxiety, ruminations, mm. you know, that all of these things that we think about that could go wrong in this, what she calls imaginary future, which I mm-hmm. love that, you know, but they can make us sick. And, mm. you know, instead we need to use our fear, she says, as an opportunity for awakening. Yeah. And I just, like I said, I, I really, really was blown away by that. And when I was reading it, I was, I was, I was actually sitting in my backyard and I was like, I got to relax more, you know, cause yeah. you start thinking to yourself like, wow. So by not relaxing, I'm preventing my body mm-hmm. from healing itself. And we've done other podcasts and, and read other research that our bodies, you know, naturally 
know how to prepare themselves. So it's Mm -hmm. like all that stress, you know, and all the chronic diseases in in Mm -hmm. the world, you know, could that all, you know, could that all be tied together? And of course she says she feels it is. So, so what can we do Mm -hmm. (laughs) and how do we start, you know? And the first thing she said was, you know, get quiet, Mm -hmm. get quiet, intentionally get quiet. Just so hard for us to do, but mm-hmm. I've been I've been working really hard on that. And you know, now that I do that more, I love it. It's oh, awesome. I love. It. I used to be like, oh, I can't do this. What am yeah. I doing? I'm just, you know. But now it's like just being quiet, just sitting quietly, no phone, no TV, no nothing, just quiet. It's really nice. Well, and I think too, you just hit on a good point there, right? Where you tell yourself, I can't do it. Right. Then of course you can't do it. Wait like in your mind going, I can't, I can't, I can't. Just yeah. say, I can. Let me give it a try. Yeah. And then yeah. you do and you're like, this is awesome. It's awesome. It's yeah. awesome. And that feeling of, you know, mm-hmm. and relaxation in your body, it, it's really, you can feel that it's good for you. Yes. Yes. And then she says, you know, examine your false fears. Mm. And, you know, it's interesting because mm. I've, I've heard this called many different things, right? And so Dr. Amen, he talks about what he calls the ants, these automatic negative thoughts. And we wrote about mm. that in one of our newsletters. And, yes. you know, basically he's like, exterminate the ants, you know, and mm. which I love. I love mm. just sort of the visualization of that. But, you know, we have these thoughts that come to us and we don't have a ton of control over the thoughts that come in, but we do have control over whether we ruminate on them, whether we mm. believe them. Mm. And, you know, he even references Byron Katie's work, which we've talked about her work before. She actually calls it the work, you know, where you ask yourself these questions. The very first question is, you know, is it true? Right. And so you have these false fears or you have these automatic negative thoughts and you ask yourself, is it true? Mm. And when you sit and you bring it into the light, oftentimes Mm. you're like, no, that's not true. Mm. You know, and of course, the second question she asks is, you know, is it really true or is it always true? And the thing is, is we do tend to you know, believe in those sort of extremes, right? Like you never do this or you always do that kind of thing. But, you know, when you, when you really examine it, you can get down to the, you know, the the truth of the matter is it's not always true. Mm -hmm. Well, and then of course, these false fears, like then I think you have to dig a little deeper, whether they're true or not, but why are they surfacing? Mm -hmm. Why are they here? And she says, ask yourself what needs to be healed in order Mm -hmm. to move beyond these false fears. And that was another, you know, kind of, I felt pretty mind blowing concept. So, so let's say you're ruminating on, um, you know, I'm afraid my, my spouse is going to have an affair. Like, Mm -hmm. right. What, what is that? Where's that coming from? And what in you needs to be healed? Like, you know, so, Mm. so you're feeling, vulnerable you're feeling not self like self-confident so dig a little deeper and like kind of try to figure out what needs to be healed in you Mm. i thought that was so good right like what is at the root keep digging keep digging till you find the root of it yeah yeah that's really profound and you know the interesting thing is she says that most of our unnecessary suffering is caused Mm. by our our resistance to what is Mm. and you know i've heard that said many different ways over the years and i i do think that that is a really important point to make you know like listen this is what is Mm -hmm. you know you can't resist what is mm-hmm. <laughs> no here we are here's what is where do we go from here right. but we do why is it this it? way i yeah. why does it have to be for me that yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 um 
you know, and she says the cognitive, this is another interesting thing. She says that, you know, our minds crave a certain amount of certainty. Mm-hmm. You know, we want, we want to, we don't like when we aren't sure of the outcome. We want to kind of control things. Right. Of course. Right. And, you know, we're always seeking safety, yep. security, comfort. And unfortunately, <sighs> that comes at the expense of our personal integrity, <laughs> alignment and adventure and joy in life, mm. she says. So, you know, when you think about it, that's so true. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she talked about the idea that I've heard you say many times, mm-hmm. you know, that false fears, fears, that they're just thoughts and they're not really dangerous to us. Yeah. I know. Well, and that's the thing, right? It's when we ruminate on it and when we believe it's true and when we continue to make that story up in our head, right? And Mm -hmm. we just, you know, keep going with it. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got a thought and then you expand it and you expand it and you expand it. That that's when it becomes dangerous because it feels real. And our bodies, again, they don't know the difference between you actually experiencing it or just thinking it. And and she gets into this idea of, of... of uh, fear, fearing loss, you know, and she didn't mean it like feeling loss of, of people, but things like when we try some, you know, we, we want to get that next job and we don't get it and, or we're afraid Mm -hmm. to try for that job, you know? And she says we need to view loss, um, you know, not as failure, but be willing to accept it and even embrace it for the teachings that accompany it. And I've heard that said before in different mm-hmm. ways too, right? Yeah. You know, that, that, that failure is just one more step toward your success. But, but that's because, you know, we, we do fear a lot of things, fear of public speaking, fear of, uh, you know, um, making a mistake at work, fear of not being, you know, getting to the top of the corporate ladder, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, but, but those are, if we can look at that differently, that it's just a, you know, part of the process. Well, and I think too, you know, being able to reframe failure as a redirection. Mm. Like I like to think about things that way, like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, so that didn't work out. It's not a failure. It's because it wasn't meant to work out. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm supposed to be redirected over here to do something differently. Yeah. And I felt that a lot of this sounded like your mantra, it's unfolding perfectly. It because definitely it did. Yeah. <laughs> you always, you know, if you if you've listened to our podcast, you've heard us talk about the <laughs> it's unfolding perfectly as a way to look at even hardship. Yes. Well, and the interesting thing, too, is about that, you know, the concept of even reframing or thinking it's unfolding perfectly is a lot of times that becomes really evident in hindsight, right? When you can look (laughs) back over the course of your life and you think about things that, you know, in the moment you would have considered to be a failure or a missed opportunity Mm -hmm. or, you know, a tragedy of some sort, you know, that that you didn't get a job or you didn't get into a certain college or, you know, something that at the time just seemed so devastating. And then you look back and you're like, I'm so glad (laughs) Mm -hmm. that that didn't happen because because of that, I went in this different direction and X, Y, and Z happened. You know, I met my husband or I met you or, Mm -hmm. you know, things like that that would have never happened had those other things taken place in life. It's all part of the path that led to where you are yeah Yeah. so uh, you know she talks about being able to shift our mindset to find meaning in everything and the book ends you know the book ends the second half of the book is (laughs) what she calls a prescription for change she is a a doctor after all and we'll just run through these real quick you know the first one is believe replace fear inducing beliefs with courage enhancing trust 
Hmm, I like that. Uh-huh. That uh-huh. sounds really good. The second one is support, right? So seek out support from others. And, you know, we're big proponents of that with mm-hmm. our positivity partners. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's always easier to go through life when you have someone supporting you. Yeah. She talked a lot about intuition, which I thought was really interesting, and about learning to trust your intuitions, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's, you know, a lot of times we, I think I know in my life when I was younger, I had more trouble trusting my intuitions, mm. you know, um, but you many times have a feeling, a gut feeling mm-hmm. and in your kind of, you know, I think you, I, I appreciated her point that you sort of need to be open to that yes. feeling, you know? Yes. Oh, I do love that. And you're right. I do think sometimes that comes with age and <laughs> wisdom yeah. right? and, and trust that, you know, it's okay to listen to yeah. those sort of inner yearnings that come through. But, um, the fourth thing in, her prescription is diagnose. And she mm. says, you know, identify what lies at the foot of your false fear. So, mm. you know, what's at the root of them? What is it? You know, just keep peeling back those mm. layers of the onion till you mm-hmm. get to that root and then address that. And then prescribe. So she says, write a prescription for courage for yourself. Mm. So, you know, once you can kind of dig into that and the reason for the false fear, maybe you can come up with a way to combat it and be courageous instead of fearful. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And then the last one is surrender. Mm. And this is, of Mm. course, one of my favorites, Uh you know, release attachment to the outcome and accept what is. And, you know, I love that Buddhist saying, you know, this or something better, you Mm -hmm. know, like, okay, we have, we have something that we want in life and we have a vision of what that is going to look like. But, you know, when it, if it doesn't turn out that way, you've got to release the attachment to that outcome. You've got to say, mm-hmm. okay, you know, this was not meant to be. And, you know, I'm going to surrender to the fact that this is what is. Yeah. That's a hard concept. Yeah. But, but I think that, that, that like the radical acceptance, that mm-hmm. was, uh, I can't remember the author's name, but that's a book yeah. that we read together too. Mm-hmm. And it's in, you know, that it, because yeah, you do spend a lot of time fighting what is. Yes, <laughs> unfortunately, we do. <sighs> Our human nature. So thanks for lending me the book. Oh, you're welcome. I'll think about giving it back. Well, it's so funny. I can't wait to get it back and see what you highlighted, right? Because you and I highlight very differently. <laughs> so when I give you books, and I'm sure you're kind of like, why'd she highlight that? Well, you highlight like three quarters of the page. <laughs> Okay. I'm a huge highlighter. Everything's important. <laughs> That's right. Uh, well, thanks for listening. That's all we have time for. Thank you to our sponsor, Perfect Six Marketing, a trustworthy marketing extension of your business, bringing your brand to the world. For more information, go to perfectsixmarketing.com. And until next time, remember, stay connected to your why, feel your core energy with joy, and live your life from the inside out. Thanks for listening. And we hope you find some joy today.